Longhorn fans, we're welcome back. We're here tonight with head coach Gary Thomas. Uh, Gary, got quite a few players in the works. You got quite a few signs so far. What can you kind of tell us about the roster you've been putting together? Um, you know, I feel pretty good about where we're at. Um, we're, I think we've got a good base, uh, you know, for the direction I, I wanted to go. Uh, I wanted to kind of secure a group of guys that I, I felt at least made us competitive. Um, you know, I didn't want to chase big fish early and, and miss and, you know, the old saying, you know, shoot for the moon and fall amongst the stars, uh, you know, it was kind of, I didn't want to do that in, in, in theory, um, you know, so, uh, I I wanted to lay a good foundation of, you know, quality football players that are, uh, you know, good people, good human beings, uh, great athletes, uh, fit uh height weight size speed you know schematically into what we want to do uh in being you know long athletic violent um you know solid football players and then allow me to chase some bigger fish on the back end yeah. uh and see if we can't improve after we lay a good foundation so i i feel like we've accomplished that for the most part um you know there's about three or four guys that i'm that i'm working on that i think solidify that and allow me to kind of take a step back and and then again, shoot for the moon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I feel good about really good about where we're at. If, you know, when I, when I, when I took the job in July, mm-hmm. you know, first of all, never thought we'd be here. <laughs> yeah. Um, not even in the slightest. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, if you'd have told me that, that we would have this kind of roster, you know, put together, yeah. I, 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 I'd told you you're crazy. So yeah, probably if anybody would have told you we'd be playing in the AFL, you'd have called us crazy too. You didn't even it wasn't even a thing back i mean it was a thing way back yeah. then but you know it wasn't a thing at that point in yeah. time uh so first one i want to talk about is get the right one up here terrell warner what can you uh tell us about him um so terrell um played for me in uh would have been 17 and 18 uh redshirted for me in 2017 and then uh was a starter in 2018 and then uh, went on to be a three-year starter at New Mexico State. Okay. Um, I actually don't know if he started all three years, but he, he was a starter at New Mexico State. Um, had a pretty productive career there. Um, super good human. Yep. Um, and, and again, that, that's kind of a theme you'll run into is, yep. is you know, just recruiting high-quality guys and not leaving much to chance. Um, Say from the few, few conversations I've had with any of the guys that we've signed so far, they've all seemed – yeah, I mean, super squared away guy, always smiling. Um, uh, but uh, you know, when it when it comes to the football part, which obviously is <laughs> yeah. is what we're here for, we're getting judged on wins and losses. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a big, um, big good looking kid. Um, you know, he's legitimately probably you know six one, two hundred pounds. Um, runs really, really well. Yeah. Um, jumps really, really well. Um, and and we'll see. You know, until we get you know the final finalized uh, you know rule book on the how many specialists we're going to have on yeah. the substitutions and stuff um you know he's a guy that I feel confident if we had to stick him over on defense he could pick that up pretty quick yeah. um you know he's not scared so um you know I think it's a guy that his his skill set will translate yeah. to uh to defense um and you know he was one that you know that honestly was uh a little close too close for me to actually make a decision on um you know, I had, I had, uh, you know, we had signed Daquan early on. Uh, we had signed uh, some other uh, DC three guys. So I, you know, Terrell was one that I actually deferred in, in again, hundred percent transparency. Yeah. 
uh, I called Vaughn uh, yeah. Van Dammer, wide receiver coach, and I and I said, "Look, man, I got, I've got a guy, um, you know, who I coached and I have a great relationship with. I think he's really good, um, but I don't want to make the decision on him because I feel like my feelings are too involved, yeah. um, and I can't see, I can't evaluate clearly." I said, "So here, you're the receiver coach." I go, I'm going to send you his his junior college film, which I actually thought when he was at his best yeah. because I, I thought we used his skill set the most valuable way, yeah. in my opinion. Um, and I said, here's his college film. And I said, and here's some practice film that he also has that you can evaluate, just different movements, yeah. explosive, uh, how well he runs and all that kind of stuff. And I said, I am 100% going to step aside. I'm yeah. not going to make this decision. If you want him on our team, tell me and we'll sign him. If you don't, I go, he does he doesn't know we're even having this conversation. Yeah. I go, I'm I'm leaving this 100% up to you. Yeah. Um so he did. He watched the film, he called me back and he was like, "Oh my god, we got to have that. We have to have that guy." Uh-huh. Um you know, so that was kind of how it it all came about. I you know, I, like I said, I, I was just too close to the situation. Yeah. I felt I felt to make a to make a gr- a good personnel decision and uh I let him make it and and honestly that was all Vaughn and that was yeah. that was Obviously, my relationship is is yeah. is what allowed me to sign him here, but I ultimately did not pull the trigger mm-hmm. on on Terrell Warner. Yeah, oh, awesome. Glad to know that uh, we are going to have good relationship amongst the coaches and players, and yeah, good trusting relationship even amongst the coaches. Mm-hmm. Make make for some. You know, we've both been involved with football teams. When you have trust amongst the coaches, it leads to a lot more success, and, and it makes every day of your life more fun. Yeah, exactly. Well, next one I want to talk about. Uh, big time signing, uh, Chris Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Uh, what all can you tell us about him? The conversation leading up to getting him signed. So Chris, um, in all honesty, Chris, uh, Chris and Desmond Bland, who we signed at center, um, played together in San Diego. Okay. Um, and, and they're friends. They were roommates. Um, I had already evaluated him. He was on my list. I just hadn't got to him yet. Yeah. And, and as far as communications goes, uh, Desmond kind of sped that process up. Uh, for us to get in contact with each other, um, I communicated, you know, my expectations uh, to him. Um, you know, if you if you background him too, I mean, he was a captain. He, yeah. There's a lot of uh, you know things that are promising when you when you research yeah. him a little bit. Um, but I mean, he, you know, he played in the CFL. He, you know, he's 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 long. He fits. He checked a lot of boxes for yeah. for what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's. You know, football is really a small world when you've been in it long enough. Yeah. Um. You know, we got to talking about you know him at Cincinnati. One of one of my coaches when I played in college, back in the late nineties, um, was his O line coach oh, at okay. Cincinnati. Yeah. Um. So we got to talking about you know old Coach Hiller and yeah. and uh and one of my former players that uh played six or seven years in the NFL, Johnny Holton, um played wide receiver for the Raiders and the Steelers. Uh. Well, Johnny was a senior when Chris was a freshman. Okay. Um, so we had two kind of relationships and then you plug Desmond into the, into the equation. And, uh, we just had a lot of people we knew in common, which, you know, helps in getting to know somebody when you know people in common. And, and I said, you know, I, I don't want you to feel like I'm a salesman. I, I go call, call coach Hiller, call, call Johnny, Johnny, you know, Johnny's one of my favorite people. And, and he thanks me for a lot of the things that yeah. of where he's even at in his life right now. I go, those guys will, you know, I'm not going to call them and tell them what to say. You yeah. call them and see what they have to say yeah. about me. And, and, uh, it just, you know, the conversation went a positive direction and, and, uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to sign him and that, you know, it took a lot of pressure off of us. I think he's, uh, I think he's a solid, 
uh, right guard. Yeah. Um, I think he's athletic enough to be serviceable at, at a defensive end position. Um, he's pretty technically sound. Yeah. Um, and again, I mean, there's not very often at this level do you run into a guy that's uh, you know scared. Yeah. So I, I think I think he's got a violent streak to him that you know I, I think will translate to the defensive mm-hmm. side of the ball. And yeah. And uh, but I think he's just gonna be a good fit for. For where we're at as a roster and where we want to be as a roster. Yeah. Awesome. Now, the third signing that we've made um, here recently and been able to announce is uh, Colby Wyatt, mm-hmm. Georgia and Hawaii player. Mm-hmm. Um, what all? What can you tell us about where you see him fitting in? So, Colby's a little bit of an experiment. Um, and, and when I say that, um, not because of his uh, football resume, yeah. um, you know, I, I got – to know Colby through, um, I'm I'm buddies with the pro liaison at Hawaii. Okay, um, so he put me on him way back in in July. You know, okay. I was matter of fact, I was sitting in the in my truck in the parking lot at at DCMS waiting for CMS his football practice to get over. <laughs> so we had the conversation. I can yeah. tell you where I was when, when I learned about Colby. Um, so he was on my radar, um, for even when we were playing CIF, but that was as a defensive end. Okay. Um, and as I got a chance, you know, I would, a lot of these guys, I, I have a list of, I mean, I've evaluated, honestly, God, thousand guys, yeah. if not more than that. Um, I've got a list of about a hundred at every position that I, mm-hmm. that I like. Yeah. Um, I'm not recruiting, actively recruiting all 100. Yeah. Um, but I, I try to refresh my memory, not that my memory's bad, um, <laughs> But, you know, so I would go back every two weeks or so and I'd watch Colby's film again yeah. and just kind of see what I thought. And then as we got closer here, rules-wise, um, you know, I, I look at I look at the typical AFL football uh, fullback yeah. linebacker. Um, you know, a lot of people, I, I think there's two directions to go. It's it's either stick an extra O-lineman, D-lineman kind of guy there. Yeah. Um, you know, stick that rare bowling ball body type, you yep. know, 5'10", 250, 260 tough. Mm-hmm. Um or you know, find a, you know, a freak of nature, you know, 6'4", 270, yeah. you know. I'm still exploring every avenue of how I want to be on offense. Yep. Uh I'm not so sure that I can't be more diverse. Uh-huh. Uh without going into too much detail, but I I almost lean towards wanting to explore, you know, a lot more shotgun yeah. and and having some, you know, eleven man spread offense principles yeah. um, involved, um, and and putting pressure on them to cover that guy and have him touch the ball a little bit more. Um, but I but I realize I can't do it with a traditional, you know, two hundred pound running yeah. back. Uh, he'll just get run over on the bull rush through the a gap. So I need a guy that's that's got enough lead in, in his trunk, mm-hmm. um, and I think. You know, Colby arguably might even be light at, at 240. Yeah. Um, you know, and those are things that we'll find out. And we'll have another guy that will compete with him at that position. Um, but the main thing is I wanted to be long. You know, yeah. so I've been targeting um, college tight ends, you know, power five tight ends, yeah. you know, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, mm-hmm. 260. Um, you know, but some of those guys are, you know, they're there for a reason. They're there to be H-backs, you know, yeah. kick out the defensive ends on power and, you know, do some of those things. They're not really necessarily great athletes. The thing yeah. about Colby that stood out to me was, okay, he's he's played tight end, so there's some athleticism there if I need to get him the football or want to yeah. get him the football. He's played defensive end with his hand on the ground. So if I can put him at Mike, 
in the Arena League. Now he's got a running start at that pass rush, so he's a skilled pass rusher. Um, but he's long enough and athletic enough if you watch him run around that I feel like he can go sideline to sideline mm-hmm. when the ball does go outside on you know some jet sweeps and some yeah. tosses and some of the things that are the you know traditional AFL run game. Um, you don't want you don't want to be so big there that a guy can't cover some ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he again check you know not re- reuse the same analogy, but I think he checks a lot of boxes yeah. on on defense. He's got length. He's got athleticism. Um, he's played both sides of the football, you know, how, how that translates to, to that position. And I, and I, again, maybe I'm way misjudging the world, but I feel like that might be the easiest position on the football field yeah. in arena league is, is the Mike slash fullback. You've yeah. got, you know, three or four protections. If, if you want to even push that yeah. envelope, you've got, you know, toss inside zone, jet sweep. You know, quarterback draw, a couple things. Uh, and then at Mike, you pretty much are either blitzing or standing there. <laughs> so, and, and you can blitz through one of the two A-gaps. So, uh, you know, it's it's a job that you could learn in 48 hours, yeah. you know, really. And you just have to have a unique athletic skill set to be able to be successful at those things. So, um, I'm excited about him to, to see how it all plays out. But we will put some pressure on on him to, to win that job yeah. with potentially a, a, a little heavier body type, too, yeah. when we get to when we get to that point. Yeah. Well, Hey, with that storm fans, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come when we get back, we're going to talk, uh, what was released today. Um, some new things here with the AFL and just how excited both of us are for what's getting ready to come down. If you would like to be a part of Southwest Kansas storm history and be a sponsor in their inaugural AFL season, please contact info at swkstormfootball.com or GM at SWKStormFootball.com. Again, that is info at SWKSTORMFOOTBALL.com or GM at SWKSTORMFOOTBALL.com. Storm fans, welcome back. Second segment, we are going to be talking a little bit. I'll keep the schedule here in front of us so we don't Missed any of it. Uh, today, the AFL had the big press conference schedule mm-hmm. release. Um, also talked a little bit about the app that's going to be coming out by Humble. Uh, should be out within the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, I've seen uh, if you've seen what the new AFL website looks like. Very user friendly. Very modern. Looks great. Um, looking over the season schedule. What are your initial thoughts? Um, <laughs> that, that's a loaded question because uh, I. Pat and I have got three versions of a schedule in the last 72 hours. Um, and this one doesn't look like any of them. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I almost honestly stopped paying attention. Uh, and I told one of our owners today that I said, you know, honestly, I stopped paying attention to your text because, you know, we were only 24 to 48 hours out anyway, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I only wanted to know early for my own curiosity. Yeah. It wasn't going to affect anything, but, uh, as I saw it today, I'm, I'm, Honestly, I don't think it possibly could have worked out any better. Yeah. Um, you know, travel's not bad. Um, you know, I we knew there was a possibility of one long trip. Uh, you know, it looks like we have two. Yeah. Um, you know, one we're on an airplane, one we're on a bus. I coached college football yeah. in the RMAC. I coached junior college football. I've done more 10, 12-hour bus rides yeah. than you can shake a stick at. Yeah. I could do it in my sleep. Um, so I'm not worried about the one long trip 
we have um, yeah. to Nashville because honestly, Nashville was the one city I wanted to yeah. go to. Um, of everyone on the schedule, uh, not on the schedule of everyone in the league, um, if I could have picked one city yeah. to go to, and we get in at the last game of the year, yeah. Um, so I, I'm excited. Um, you know, we get to go to Seattle. I've got half my family is in the Seattle area. Oh, my, sweet. And my sister actually lives in Everett. Okay. Um, yeah, it's literally, you know, not too far from the arena. So, um, honestly, I, I I'm probably more excited than the next guy yeah. uh, of how it shake, shakes out. You know, going to Salina, going to Wichita, those are all easy trips. Uh, you know, going to Council Bluffs, I've been there, you know, a hundred times. Going right. to Iowa Western, it's it's really not a bad trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so I honestly don't think it could have worked out any better for my personal liking. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a guy that's comfortable on the road. I feel like our team will be prepared. I'm. I'd be shocked if we looked any different on the road than we do at home. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that other than crowd noise, um, you know, which is, we don't, we don't know what that's going to be yet, but yeah. Other than that, I, I don't know that there's any, I, I never felt personally any advantage being at home versus being on the road. Yeah. I felt equally comfortable at both. Um, and in college, sometimes it's beneficial to be on the road. You have more structure in your schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's a reason, honestly, in, in big time college football, why they put, they're players in hotels for home games. Yeah. Um, you know, you can control what they eat, when they eat, mm-hmm. uh, when they go to sleep, when they're in their rooms, uh, you know, who they interact with. Um, and that's a hard thing to do in junior college for a home game. Yeah. Um, but it's much easier to control when you're on the road in a hotel yeah. and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so um I I'm pumped, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know that when <clears throat> even small division two football, and I was involved, we always make sure that night before game, even home games. You're going to eat at this time. Mm-hmm. The cafeteria had this out, this for supper. Yep. Uh, we still had team meetings at night like we did on the road. Try and structure it as much as possible. Right. Um, I know looking at the schedule, the first thing I noticed was I was hoping for back-to-back home games. Mm-hmm. Didn't know we were going to get back-to-back-to-back home games. And- I-, I did notice that nice little sweet spot in the yeah. middle, uh, which honestly comes at a really good time. It comes yeah. after the one really, really long trip. Um, but it comes in the middle of the season when, when, you know, the, uh, you know, the blues kick in a little yeah. bit of, you know, guys are tired, they're sore, they're, they're kind of over it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, honestly, I yeah. don't know that our, our schedule yeah. honestly could have worked out. And then honestly, the week after and week seven, we go to Wichita shortest trip we have for sure. And, you know, I'm with you. I think the schedule worked out real great. Um, I, I mean, I know no, none of us really know what the other teams are going to look like mm-hmm. quite yet. Um, but within our division, we're going to have Wichita, Salina, Council Bluffs, or the Iowa Rampage. Um, what can you kind of tell us about what you know about those coaching staffs? Um, confident that they'll be as good as everybody else. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think the the common denominator really throughout the league is, is the guys that are, uh, you know, AFL blue bloods, you know, legendary guys, uh, with AFL backgrounds. Um, you know, I've been in communication with coach O'Neill and and Salina a little bit. Um, got a chance to meet coach Henderson, uh, from Iowa at, at the press conference. Um, you know, I, I've known coach O'Neill since he was here with the law. I mean, he's a good football coach. Um, you know, and obviously his track record, you know, proves that he's, you know, won championships in a lot of different leagues. Um, they'll be, Extremely talented. Uh, I, I believe they'll be well coached. Um, you know, and, and that's just going to be the expectation. I think if you expect anything less, you're setting yourself up for yeah. failure. Um, 
you know, don't know a lot about the guys outside of our league. Yeah. Uh, haven't honestly been following them as much. I've seen some of the early signees. It does seem like some of the bigger markets are going with uh, vets. Yep. Um, I mean, I mean, some of the guys, honestly, I was shocked at the age of some of the guys they were yeah. signing. That's that's not a knock. You know, I you know at 30, I probably could still throw the ball 10 times as well as I could when I was 21. I just yeah. couldn't do it 100 times. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, – and, again, that's one signee out of, you know, 35 they'll bring into camp yeah. and 21 that they'll keep, and maybe that guy won't. Maybe they were just shooting for a big name. Yeah. You, you know, who knows what their logic is, but, um, you know, I – Guys with NFL experience, guys with CFL experience, yeah. guys with uh, AFL experience, which you know maybe is more important than the other two. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I, I, I think, I think the guys that have AFL backgrounds and experience are leaning right now heavily more towards the vets. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not opposed to that. Um, you know, that's not necessarily my wheelhouse. Uh, and mm -hmm. where my connections lie. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm. I'm going with what I feel comfortable with, um, which is evaluations. You know, I've, yeah. I've prided myself on evaluations. I know what a good athlete looks like. Yeah. Um, and I've got guys playing in every major league in America. So uh, I feel like I know what I'm talking about when I, when I say that. And, and the guys that I've signed, I feel confident that we'll pick this game up in a hurry. Mm -hmm. uh, we will mix in some vets. Um, you know, we've got some that we're very close to signing and releasing. Yeah. Or not releasing, announcing. Um. You know, so hopefully we can bring in some vets that provide a little bit of, of knowledge to to the yeah. young guys that are coming in. But, you know, from an athleticism standpoint, you know, I, I think we'll be as athletic as everybody yeah. we run into. Um, we've just got to put some we've got to put some some scheme to it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and coach them well, you know, which is what we plan to do and, you know, play the games and see how they shake out. Yeah. Exactly. You know, as the old saying goes, it's not about what you know; it's more about who you know. And I know we're we're glad that we you have the connections that you do to get the guys in uh, that we've gotten so far, and um, knowing that kind of some of the guys that you have lined up right now. Um, and so uh, we do want to remind you guys that uh, some of these times we're not one hundred percent sure on yet. Uh, or the days. Yeah, exactly. We've so, been told it could be a Monday night, Thursday night, Saturday night, or Sunday night. Yeah, and so, so we are, as soon as we have those, we're going to release those out to you guys um, as the fans. Um, so you can kind of have an idea of when they are right now. Um, at least you're now down to four days in a week. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're just, just over 50% of the weeks, 50% 50 of the days that it could possibly be. Uh, but... Uh, I know that we we are excited about the way that this shook out. Um, first first home game against Iowa. Um, mm -hmm. I've I know I've developed a little bit of relationship with Coach Henderson up there. Might, might be a little bit of trash talk already with him, telling <laughs> him that you know. But as it all as all, all in good fun. Um, but he will, uh, he will have a good roster. I, I'm quite confident. Yeah. That. No, I I've seen some of the guys he signed so far. I think that they're going to mm -hmm. be. They're they're gonna put something good together for sure, and you know, all sixteen teams are gonna put together a good roster. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're gonna run into any team where you where you show up on game day and go through stretch and feel like this is a team that we're gonna destroy. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and if you do, you're, you're probably setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, so you're probably gonna end up getting destroyed. Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, we are gonna be right back. Uh, we will come back. We're gonna talk a little bit about what is going on in today's world of college football. Okay.
Storm fans, we are back here again with Coach Thomas. Uh, Coach, we got we're in the middle of football season. Uh, college football season's kind of amped up. Everybody's starting to talk, playoff, and all that. But uh, this week, there are only two top twenty-five matchups in the NCAA: um, Georgia, Tennessee, and then the Sunflower Showdown: K State, KU. Uh, I guess what my main question is is how do you see both of those games shaking out? Um, what was the first one? Georgia, Tennessee. Uh, I, I I don't see Georgia. I, I don't see Tennessee being within seventeen to twenty of Georgia. Would be my guess, uh, especially the way Missouri beat them up last week. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that Georgia's as explosive on offense, and I know Tennessee's running the ball well, but I, I just I think Georgia's starting to get better as the weeks go yeah. on, and and I think Tennessee's kind of hit of a little bit of a lull, um, you know. But coming off a tough loss, you never know. Sometimes that motivates you, and you know, obviously everybody's going to get up for a game like Georgia. Yeah. You know, your Georgia probably realizes they're going to get everybody's best. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I just you know just playing the numbers, I don't, I don't see Georgia being within. You don't have a spread on that one by any chance, do you? I did, and I forgot it. Um, I think I think it was thirteen and a half. Yeah, I I would guess it's probably closer to seventeen personally, yeah. but um, yeah, I I would think Georgia would would, would run away with that one yeah. handily. Um, you know, the other one's tough to predict. Uh, I, I think it's going to come down to quarterback play for yeah. for KU. Um, I other than the outlier being that KU would arguably played their worst game of the year last year last week yep. against Texas Tech. Um I you know I, I hate I just don't see and I think I've watched enough of, of both of them. I, I actually love KU's offensive coordinator. I think he does a phenomenal job. Yeah. Um their defensive coordinator might be the the unsexiest best coach in America. Yeah. Uh Coach Borland was uh, I, I've known him since he was back at Wisconsin Whitewater. Um, before they were at Buffalo and, you know, back in there winning, you know, five national championships. Um, they, they've they always done a great job. Not shocking that he's doing a great job, yeah. you know, at a power five school. Um, but I, I just think K-State is so good up front yeah. on both sides of the football. Um, I, I just have a hard time believing that that, that KU can, can hang with them. Um, not but really. I think there's a lot of humans that have bet against them almost every week so yeah. far, and they've proved everybody wrong for two straight years. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, K-State just seems to have some things, other than the the weird loss to Oklahoma State, um, you know, and then, you know, Central Florida just absolutely drills Oklahoma State last week. Yeah. Um, I mean, and not drill, like 45 to 3. Yeah. Not like they upset them, like yeah. they drilled them. Uh, I just – I'd be shocked if, if KU was within – 10 to 13 of 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 well, KU. You're you're right on with the betters then cuz last time I checked I checked it last night I believe it was seven and a half favorite point favorite for K-State. Yeah, and I I would think it's honestly again depending on the quarterback play. Yeah. You know, if Bean plays I mean K-State may beat him by, you know, 17 to 20. Um, you know, if if Bean's playing and he's truly healthy, you know, probably a lot closer, but I I would I would feel confident laying 9 or 10 on on K-State, but you know that's why they play the games, and, yeah, and exactly. uh, you know I'm not a a heavy better, but yeah. so that's, that's just why, kind of, that's just it just kind of has that feeling. Yeah, and so that's why neither one of us really bet. I'm I'm terrible against the spread, for sure. I've 
I've bet the spread many times and been beat really bad. Yeah, those times. casinos weren't built on hopes and dreams. No, exactly. They were bet on people like us. That, yeah, they were built on average yeah. Joe's money. Yeah, exactly. Um, while we're here, we do want to take a moment. Um, Kansas high school football playoff still going on. We do want to congratulate uh, Coldwater Victoria teams out in here in this area for uh, getting wins last week. They're in the sub-state championship. Uh, and also want to congratulate uh, Wichita County, Leota, on staying undefeated and looking to get back to state championship yet again. Um, uh, be be honest. Um, Ashland's playing. Oh, and uh, yeah, I forgot about six, man. Ashland, they they have a heck of a game this week. Do they are their one loss of the year to Shyland was 62-32 at Ashland. Ashland's looking to turn that around, going up to Shyland, uh, I guess, tomorrow night. Uh, it's a game that I plan to be watching if I'm not in a deer stand tomorrow night. Um, Didn't they used to do the six man championship at, at the college or at the high school here? Yep, still here. Okay. So if, if Ashland gets into it again this year, I plan to be up there. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much you know about any of these high school teams. Um, not as much as I used to when I was recruit. I mean, I know who most of them are, um, just from recruiting way back in the day. Um, but yeah, I haven't followed, uh, you know, too much. Obviously I followed you guys, uh, every week, you know, I, I hear stuff from Ashland, you know, yeah. because of, you know, Camden and Val and, yeah. and, uh, you know, so I, I pay attention to those, uh, you know, those comings and goings. Yeah. Um, you know, usually I'll check in on, you know, Hodgman County from time yeah. to time and just see how, local teams are are playing just from my own knowledge but um yeah I, as far as uh, players couldn't tell you many on uh, on many of the teams yeah. mostly follow records and scores yeah say uh i don't know if i'm well from my standpoint i'll tell you where i think these games are going to go this week uh i think ashland's going to come in a little bit with a little bit of a cuz they were up in that game mm -hmm. and ended up giving up a lot of points late did they have an injury in that game, or am I making uh, I, that up? Maybe I heard that in my sleep. I don't know. I don't know. I know they had five turnovers. Okay. Yeah, that'll um, get you beat. So I I look for them to honestly win it. Get Weather's supposed to be good, solid at least. Yeah. Um, and then the Victoria South Central game. I I'm gonna be honest. I think Victoria wins that one. Um, I would guess probably by twenty. Um, that I've. I've seen. I haven't seen Victoria play live this year. I've unfortunately got to see South Central play live last week, and mm -hmm. they're good. Both of those are really good, but I think Victoria just has a few more athletes, and they're gonna. A few more athletes are gonna be the difference, right? For sure. Yeah, you put speed on that little field, and it shows up really yeah, fast. Exactly. Uh, is, is the one thing I did learn on in, in watching some eight man games. You know, back when I was recruiting, is you know seeing it live. It, it, you know, if you have two. Two kids that can run and, and a guy that can halfway throw the ball, you, you got a chance to beat some people. Yeah, uh, our GM Pat Williams learned that one last week. He uh, he got to see that speed firsthand and what exactly it does to you. For sure. But hey, as we wrap this up, we do want to remind everybody that we are still looking for people to get involved with us. Um, if you want to get involved, be feel free to reach out to us. Um, we as soon as we have this new AFL app, um, we are going to let everybody know. And again, that is humble that's doing that. That should be out 
Um, I know that they've got the beta out, working all the kinks out of it right now. Um, so not released out to the public yet, but um, something that I know I'm looking forward to. I'd assume you probably are as well. And I've had multiple people in the community want to be involved. Um, you know, again, I, slow playing, all of that. Um, you know, just not wanting to get too far ahead of myself or speak for, uh, you know, speak for people that I'm not, there's a lot of things that are above my pay grade. I'll, you yeah. know, I'll worry about the roster and let, you know, uh, the owners worry about the money and let you know, Pat worry about everybody's problems. Um, you know, yeah. but I, I do know there, there is people that in the community yeah. that want to be involved and, and it's, it's a good time to get in on the ground floor of this. It, it really is. It's going to be something fun. It's going to be something different. Uh, it's going to be something special. Yeah. Uh, the quality of athletes running around is, is going to drastically improve. I think the organization of, of each team that, that comes through here is, is going to be drastically improved. Um, and it's, you know, just going to be a fun environment. It really is. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, if you do want to be involved, feel free. Um, make sure you do reach out to either GM or info at swkstormfootball.com. Uh, and they will, they will work with you. They got a lot of packages going. Um, and so, Whatever you want to do, however you want to be involved, we can make sure we get it. Um, and with that, we are going to log off for the night, and hopefully we got some new information for you guys next week.